Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about how to keep your inner peace. I think this is such an important topic because life can be very overwhelming sometimes. You know, my book just released yesterday and I talk about in one of the chapters how if you're not careful, all of the problems and all of the, you know, just things you don't expect in life can wash over you like a wave. And when it does, it knocks you down and you get up and you look like a drowned rat and you just walk away defeated, right? Because you're never supposed to turn your back on the waves. And you can approach life in that way where you can stand there and you can just be a victim and you can let the waves knock you down and you can look like a drowned rat. Or we can choose to face the waves and to remain solid, planted where we are. Because if you're facing the waves, you can kind of jump up into them when they come at you and that's a lot of fun. So that's kind of like riding the waves, right? And that's a totally fun thing to do, but it's not fun to have your back against them and to get knocked over. Sometimes the force of those waves feels like it knocks you right out of your skin. It's so strong, depending on the wave. So life is the same way. Life is no different. Depending on the size of the thing that just knocks you off your feet, right? The problem the situation you're going through, whatever it is. You know, for some people it's divorce, for some people it's death in the family, for others it's just things that happen to them, losing their job, whatever, you name it. Everyone has a unique situation, but the result is the same. We can either get knocked down by it and allow it to knock us off our foundation, where we then have to get up, spit sand out of our mouths and try to put ourselves back together or we can face it and we can jump up into the wave and ride it peacefully not allowing it to knock us from our foundation which is a skill because for most of us our whole lives what have we been taught we've been taught to let the wave knock us over and we've been taught coping skills or survival skills for how to put our lives back together after we've been hit by the wave. And a lot of how we have been taught to act is very reactive. It's not proactive, it's just reactive. So when things happen, we have to spend our time readjusting afterwards. It's like we have to make adjustments after the fact. So we're just reacting to what happened to us. We're not actually taking any steps to be prepared for if something does happen. And the truth is, yes, life is unpredictable, but we all know that things are going to come our way that we don't expect because we signed up for this. We signed up to learn lessons. And so the only way to do that is for things to happen to you that take you by surprise, that throw you off balance, because the lesson is how how are you going to react to that? But if we know ahead of time that things are going to happen to us, we can start to do things to prepare for it so that when it does happen, 
we're not being reactive. We've been proactive. So we're already facing that wave. We're ready for it. We don't know exactly when it's going to break. That's the thing. When you're standing out there in the ocean and you're watching the waves, you're not exactly sure when that wave's going to break. And timing is everything, isn't it? I mean, I'm not a surfer, but those of you who are, you probably know that. And for me, just standing there waiting to like jump into the wave so that I can just ride it, I've got to know like when's that going to break because if I jump at the wrong time, it's going to break over my head and it's going to knock me down anyway. So it's all about timing. We don't know when something's going to happen. It could happen at any moment. But we're preparing ourselves, right? We're getting ready. We're going to jump when we're ready. So in the same way, we can do that in our own lives. We can get ourselves ready so that when things come towards us, when unexpected waves hit us, it doesn't knock us over. It doesn't knock us flat on our face. We get right back up again and we're like, okay, well, you got more? Is that all? I'm still good here. So how can you keep that inner peace? Because as I say, with everything, it is a process. You are used to reacting, not being proactive. So to be proactive takes some time and some practice getting there. So some of the ways that you can keep your inner peace that will help you so that when things happen, you don't explode and react. Because remember, our brain wants to focus on the negative. So what we have to do is to train our brain instead to see the positive. So stop trying to focus on things that are out of your control. That's the first thing. And I think this this is what trips people up because we want to control everything. And you know, there are just things that are out of your control. You cannot control the fact that, you know, your state raise the price of a, of a license plate stickers that it doubled and now yours are due and you didn't realize that. Like, you can't control that. So it's not focusing on that. And getting mad about it does nothing. So stop focusing on what you cannot control and instead focus on the things that you can control. You can control, even though you can't control that bills come in, You can yourself control your thoughts and say, I'm not going to be worried about that. I was able to pay it. I have enough money and I'm not going to continue living in a lack mindset. I know that I'm being taken care of. It's all going to work out and I'm not going to worry about it. You can also make sure that you have set yourself up so that you're emotionally balanced all the time. Because that helps too. Because the biggest thing besides trying to control things is that when something comes in, like a wave comes in and knocks you down, you are reacting from an emotional place. So you're trying to control it and then you're getting upset about it. So you're allowing it to manipulate your emotions. And that's natural. It's natural. What do we see as a kid, you know, when our parents, at least mine, when my mom would have something happen that she didn't like, she would get mad and start yelling. That's natural. But it doesn't have to be our natural. Because I can tell you that I used to do that too. I used to get so mad. And when something would happen that I didn't like, 
I would just start screaming. And not every, I didn't do this everywhere except at home, right, where I felt comfortable. And I even had a conversation with my daughter about that. I said, do you remember how I used to be? I said, that was so dumb. <laughs> I said, I really, I reacted like in a really stupid way. And it didn't, it didn't change anything. It didn't make me feel better because after then I would lose it and, you know, scream. Then I would feel stupid, like for screaming. Like, what did it do? Nothing. I got upset for no reason. So if you can keep yourself balanced all the time and then learn when things come in like that wave, not to let it make you mad, not to let it, I mean, your feelings are going to come up, but you can easily dismiss those. And we're going to talk about how you can do that. You have to do that if you want to stay balanced. So in order to keep yourself balanced all the time, you need to make sure that you are spending time in nature when you can. And I know that some of you are in winter because I am, and winter in Midwest is so bipolar. It's just out of control. And most of the time, you don't even want to go outside because it's so gross. But yesterday and Sunday, we had 65-degree weather, and it was so nice. And when it was 65 degrees, I sat outside. Like I just, I'm like, I have to be out here. And I just sat out in the sun. Like I just needed the sunlight. So spend some time in nature if you can. And if you can't spend time in nature, because like I said, if you're in a frozen tundra, don't try to go outside. You can, you know, hold a crystal. There are other ways to be grounded to Mother Earth. Crystals are a great way to do that. You need to make sure that you're always being true to who you are. So speaking your truth, because that will cause you to become emotional more than anything. If you're not speaking your truth and setting boundaries and people are taking advantage of you, you're going to be super frustrated. So make sure that you're always being true to you and doing what you want to do. In the last few weeks, I've said no to things that typically I would be like, yeah, even though I didn't want to do it. And it felt amazing because I was able to take the time that I had to do what I wanted to do, which was to work out and to do something positive for me. And before, I would have felt guilty, like, mm, I need to do this. But I didn't. I was like, nope, I'm not doing it. Also, make sure that you are eating healthy, you know. And when I say that, what I mean is make sure that you're eating regularly you know, this is what I would do a lot, and not on purpose, but being a mom of twins, sometimes I would be running, running, and like making sure they had food, and then I would be like, oh, did I eat today? Uh, I don't think I ate, like I grazed, you know, I picked a few things, but I didn't really have a solid meal, and if you're a mom, you understand that happens, but it's important that you're actually taking care of yourself and eating regularly and trying not to overeat, not to undereat, but just a moderate amount. Try to get exercise because it doesn't have to be awful. You can put on some music and start dancing and that's getting some exercise, you know? Do something that you like. Go for a walk if you can, if you're not in a frozen tundra. Or if you like walking in a frozen tundra, just make sure that you're layered up really well. Do good things for other people because it makes you feel better about yourself. You definitely need to, you know, set limits on things that 
you know, are driving you insane. Like you can even set limits for how many times you check Facebook a day or how many times you check your email inbox because that can drive you insane too. If you're like me, sometimes I have students who will just email me at all hours of the night. And I used to be this, I've got to answer back right away. It's like, no, you don't really. If it's not an emergency, you don't have to respond to everything. So set limits for yourself. Make sure that you find something that relaxes you and then do it. So if it's meditation, tappings, yoga, listening to music, walking, going for a swim, whatever it is that you like to do, make sure that you're doing plenty of it. You know, um, <clears throat> after watching the Super Bowl halftime show, I want to learn how to belly dance because Shakira was amazing. And I've actually always been very fascinated by how she like dances and moves. I think she is great. And I thought the Super Bowl halftime show was amazing, and there's all this criticism. And that's where you have to be like, you know what? These women, they work their butts off, and people are criticizing them. And, you know, you'll always have people who want to be haters. You've got to ignore them. Because it's such a double standard. They're getting criticized for their outfits when guys go on stage with no shirt on and nothing is said of it. So, whatever. I thought they were great. And she makes me want to learn how to belly dance if I had abs like that. But I don't have to even have abs like that. I need to just learn to do that because it looks like a lot of fun. Also, don't make mountains out of molehills, you know? Don't let things get you stressed out and emotional because in the end, it's not worth it. You have to get into the habit of asking yourself, will this matter tomorrow? Will this matter in a week? Will it matter five weeks from now, five years from now? Because most of the time, the answer is no. You won't even have remembered that this happened to you. And at the time, it may seem like such a big deal because you made it a big deal. When you don't make things a big deal, when you learn how to just let things roll off your shoulders and you don't focus on what's going wrong, then you won't notice it as much and it won't be such a big deal to you. Make sure that you're slowing down too because when you get into that, I've got to find a better term for this, but you know, you go into autopilot. When you get into the daily routine of life, the daily grind, you just start going like, so fast, so fast, that you aren't paying attention to your body. You really can't pay attention to your body, and that makes you feel really stressed, and you get over-emotional. You know you know how it is when you're tired, when you're, like, so busy. Someone says the most minute thing to you that normally you'd be like, whatever, and you just want to, you rip their head off, right? You just, like, chew them out. And then later, like, why did I do that? And you did it because you were so busy. You weren't taking time for yourself. You weren't slowing down that every little thing gets to you. But when you learn how to de-stress, so take time out for yourself, you've got to make time for yourself in your day. Like yesterday, I had a pretty full day. You know, I didn't do my, I was supposed to do a Facebook Live on Monday, but I, you know, my allergies were acting up and I think I had scratched my eye and it was just still not feeling quite right. And I knew I wanted to exercise and my cousin, her mother-in-law passed away and I, I wanted to go there and be there for her at the funeral home. I was like, okay, I can't 
can't do all of this and still stay sane tonight. So that's, you know, when I said, okay, I'm going to move my Facebook Live to Tuesday and hopefully everyone will understand that I have to do this for me. I've got to take time. So then I was able to work out in the evening and still relax a little bit and listen to things like I listen to things on YouTube, people who inspire me. So if I didn't take that time, I wouldn't have had time and I would have been very stressed out and probably hadn't, probably wouldn't have slept very well. But I got a really good night's sleep um, because I was so tired from working out and doing things that I wanted to do. To me, that's like the best way to fall asleep is because you've just worked out or you've just done yoga and it's like, or had Reiki, it's like the best night's sleep ever. Um, make sure you're, you know, just declutter your space. You know, sometimes that drives you crazy too when you've got too much stuff around you. Get in the habit of being a little, you know, early so you're not stressed about, oh, I'm running late, I'm running late, and I know that's hard for some people, but if you're five minutes early, then if something happens, you allow yourself that time. Be able to let things go. You know, accept things that happen to you, let it go. Ask for forgiveness or forgive others when you need to. Um, <clears throat> just... Remember that you don't have to have all of the answers. I think that's the biggest thing. People think they have to have all the answers. You don't have to have all of the answers. You really don't. And just breathe. Take time to breathe. And tomorrow's another day. And if you didn't get everything done today, oh, well, it's not the end of the world. There is a new day tomorrow. So you don't have to have everything figured out today. And if you're able to do all of those things to keep yourself centered, emotionally balanced, and less stressed out, then you will you know, not be so likely to be knocked over when those things happen to you. One of the things that also I share in my book, and this is something that I have learned and has really helped me a lot, is to choose my battles to pick and choose my battles. And this may seem like, yeah, I've heard that before, but it's true. You don't have to get upset over every little thing. I think, what was it somebody said one time, like, oh, you don't have to have a fainting spell over everything that happens, like being overly dramatic. And it made me laugh at the visualization of that, but it's true. Like if we're downright indignant over everything that happens to us that we don't like, and if we're, you know, going to argue over every little thing, we're going to drive ourselves insane. You've got to learn to pick your battles. You can't control everything. You know, if you have a coworker and you're trying to get along, you've got to give and take. So you may not like what they do. Don't point out every single thing, you know. You're never going to like every single thing somebody does. We're not perfect. We're all humans and we're all trying to learn how to coexist. So pick your battles wisely. You know, if you can live with this, but you can't live with that, then choose that battle. You know, the same if you're in a relationship and you have a partner. If you cannot, absolutely cannot live with a disgusting habit they have, but something else they do annoys you, but it's all right. Excuse me there, my voice just left for a second, which is maybe a signal that you need to be speaking your truth about things. Um, no, but if... if things bother you, 
if you point out every single thing somebody does that they don't like, I mean, you're being rude, first of all. I mean, you're not perfect. And why would you expect the other person to be perfect? So pick your battle. Like, what is it that you absolutely can't live with? It's like when we talked about when you're looking for a soulmate and you get that list, you know, be picky, but to a point, you can't be too picky or there's going to be nobody who's good enough for you. So when you make your list, you say, okay, here's my initial list. And then you go look through it again. And maybe like on mine, this was an example that I put in my book too, was that I don't necessarily want to date a guy who's super into video games because my first husband was, and that's all he did. But then I thought about it. I was like, well, I mean, he can like video games. I just don't want him to be like obsessed and that's the only thing he does. So I'm like, so I'm going to amend that quality or characteristic on my list a little bit. So when I looked through on my first list, I was like, wow, I was really picky. And then I went back through and I'm like, well, these are just things I would like to have. They're not deal breakers. And that's the difference. And that's why you have to choose your battles. You know, are things deal breakers or not? Because if you are fighting over every little thing, you're going to be so miserable. You're going to be so miserable. That's so much negative energy. So choose wisely over what you're going to choose to be upset about. But when you stand up for yourself and you find the things you absolutely can't live with, then speak your truth. Definitely do speak your truth. And the most important thing is just to remember that you have an entire spiritual team behind you who wants to help you get through this. And you can call on them at any time. You're not going to be knocked down by a wave forever. And if you learn not to let it knock you down in the first place, if you learn to keep your emotional center, then things aren't going to be as bad, I promise. And I I know this because I used to be the kind of person who let the waves absolutely, not only did it knock me down, it like pushed me onto the shore as I dragged my face through the sand. That was me. I would just allow every little thing to make me upset and emotional. And it was not fun. And I started learning that when I don't react, when I don't get upset, when I just go, uh, my mentor, one of my mentors, Julia Treat, used to say, isn't that interesting? So I would just always say something like that. Isn't that interesting? Or, hmm, look at that. And then move on. Because in reality, most of the things that happen to us aren't going to even be a thing in five years, you know, in a week. In a week, it's not going to matter. So don't let it rob you of your personal power. Stay grounded, keep your feet planted, and ride those waves like the superhuman that you are, because you are. And you deserve to live a life that's happy. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you for listening to me today. I pulled a card from the Heart Thoughts deck by Louise Hay. Excuse me. And the card is, it is safe to look within for my peace of mind. I do whatever I need to do to keep my inner world peaceful. My inner peace is essential for my health and well-being. I love that. And it's so true. When you keep yourself and your inner self peaceful, 
it's like you've already won right there. That's the biggest lesson, I think, for most of us, is learning how to keep that inner peace when things happen that are out of our control. When we decide that we are not going to allow life to happen to us, but that we are going to take ownership of our lives and that we have every bit of control over how we react to things, it's incredible because you can choose not to focus on the negative and then therefore you're stopping the negative from consistently flowing into you. When you choose to switch it around and you choose to focus on the positive, more and more positive flows into you. So just keep that thought in mind. All right, guys, as always, I want to thank you for joining me. Um, I mentioned my book is out. If you would like to purchase Beautifully Broken, it is a book. I wrote it from my own personal point of view about my divorce and how I got back on track after my divorce, but it's really for anyone who's ever, ever experienced separation or just a dark time in their lives even. I really think anyone could benefit from that. So it's called Beautifully Broken. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and Goodreads. And it is in paperback form and also uh, on ebook. So you can get either one. And I think that I will also be doing a um, audio book. I just have to make it. So I will be working on that. I'll let you know as soon as that's out. But you can um, go to the link in my website, not in my website, I'm sorry, the link in the description to the podcast, and you can click on it to get your very own copy. There's also a link on my website. If you go to shop, you'll see my Divine Whispers deck and also my book, so you can purchase it there. I want to thank you guys so much for being with me today. If you'd like to work with me, my coaching sessions are still 30% off. And my Love Your Life course is also hugely discounted. Hugely, that's not even a word. But it is discounted tremendously. It is only $33 right now, normally $88. So take advantage of that. It's going to be that way for the entire month of February. I want everyone to be able to heal their lives. It's my Valentine's gift to you. If you want to work with me but you're not sure what you want, don't hesitate to reach out and contact me. Or just for any reason at all, if you'd like to reach out, don't hesitate. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. Please leave reviews from wherever you're listening. That helps me so much. You can even just leave some stars. And I hope that you guys will have a beautiful day. I will see you again here tomorrow. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.